the goal for most CEOs, like, yeah, like, I would rather move into like a visionary place where I can just simply make high level decisions and delegate most of the work and even delegate some of the decisions away. And I can just work on building the right relationships and making sure that the direction of the company is going the right way. Welcome to the Happy Clients Podcast, brought to you by Dot and Company. Whether you're a virtual assistant, an agency owner, or a client-facing account manager, we all deal with clients. Lucky for you, client management is what we do best. Now, let's dig in, chat cam life, and have some fun along the way. Cheers to Happy Clients. Well, Josh, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. We're excited to pick your brain and learn all about everything you're up to, your experience, and and how you got here and helped so many agency owners. So why don't you fill our audience in on who you are and your business? Yeah. So uh, as Taylor mentioned, my name is Josh Johnston. I'm a former chief operating officer out of Nashville, Tennessee. I was a chief operating officer for a digital marketing agency called Welling Media and had a really great experience there from taking it from a startup to getting it acquired back in 2020. So it was a ton of fun. It was a lot of work and it moved very quickly, but we primarily focused on content creation, paid media, and social media management for e-commerce clients. So we got our start there and then transitioned out of the company after our acquisition and decided to start a consultancy on my own and take a stab at this entrepreneur life for myself. So now I do consulting for digital marketing agencies, specifically around operations. And essentially what we do is we help them systemize and essentially kind of be their outside perspective and agency consultant, growth consultant for their agency. And that's what we do now. And we work with about 35 different agencies, anywhere from Australia to Europe, Canada, here in the US. So we're having a lot of fun with it. It's been a fun year for sure. We're going into our second year of being a consultant, figuring things out. What a time to start too, like 2020. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Um, So Josh, I would love to just learn more even about your service or Mm -hmm. how, I guess, facilitating that need for tons of agencies. Tell me about the journey. Even the people are coming to you with these pain points. They want to grow their business Yeah, and kind of what's the next steps on your end? Yeah. So, you know, we work with mostly, I would consider a little bit more established agencies. So what we would consider is like more established is right around that 40 K per month range. Like by then you have a few employees, you have some systems in place, you have an idea of what your lead generation looks like, you know? So essentially we don't want to come in and just be like, Hey, this is how you're going to get a bunch of leads. Like we wanted to create a service that was like, Hey, you know, the agencies that we work with are really committed to their craft and they provide a really good service. We wanted to partner with someone that had proof of concept and they've had some tangible results. And I don't have to teach them how to be digital marketers. I don't have to teach them the skill sets. Mm -hmm. They have those already. We can just help them with the growth aspect. And that's where we come in and help systemize things. Yes. That's kind of where we got our start. I kind of saw a nice gap in the market for something a little bit more intimate uh, when it came to consulting. Like there's a lot of offers out there for agencies to get more lead generation, to essentially get your project management system built out, but there wasn't really anything for like business coaching and like business consulting. We cover a very wide variety of different things. I mean, it can be anything from, you know, it can be things like lead generation, because that is a very real problem at times for a scaling agency. But we talk about things like retention and team wellness and talk about things like fulfillment and how we're going to make sure that our team is fulfilling. And as we scale, like we have our team aligned with these are the types of results our company provides. And this is the expectation. This is how we scale it across more brands. So cool. 
Yeah. And so with these agencies, what does their team generally look like in terms of structure? Yeah, great question. So it tends to change depending on the agency we work with. So we do work with a broad range of agencies, you know, agency being the niche, but we work with web developers, we work with paid media specialists, we work with content creators. So it's a very wide net that we're casting in the agency space. I guess most of the lanes that we help fix is going to be kind of like your awareness lane. So it's like, how do we generate the traffic? We help on the sales side as well. Like, Hey, like how do we pitch these people appropriately? How do we make sure that we get our money collected and we're not waiting on invoices to go through? What are the proper pitch decks that we need to put together for specific types of services? And then we cover things like onboarding. It's like, Hey, we want them to have a great onboarding experience and we want to make sure they have a good fulfillment. So that's where we come in and start playing with some of like the weaker points of their business and making sure that these are all really filled up with great systems that the team can understand. They're easily digestible and any new teammate we bring on board can digest those and learn exactly how we do it as a company. Love it. And so obviously we do client management and we come into agencies like the ones that you're working with and actually fulfill on the client management. So what Mm -hmm. are some of the pain points that you're seeing across these agencies when it comes to their client management process? Well, I think the first one is like, they just don't invest in it soon enough. I always recommend it either the first or second thing that you invest in when it comes to starting an agency. And so your first hire, in my opinion, should always be either, depending on what you enjoy doing, uh, should be the opposite. So if you enjoy like the fulfillment, say you run a paid ads agency, okay? And you love running the paid ads, you're great at it, you're a practitioner, you're a tactician, and you're great at Um, actually running those paid ads, then I'd be like, Hey, we need to go into client management then because you're great at this. Let's go and dish off client communication and client management to someone else, either work with someone like you guys or pass it off to a new teammate. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas in, if it's the opposite, you might be a little bit more personable and you enjoy like talking with clients and being in the mix with like, let's go ahead and leave you in client management for now and be the face of the company. And let's get you a media buyer that can fulfill on the work. It kind of depends on what they enjoy doing, but that's normally like one of the first things that we look at when it comes to client management, but we're a very systems oriented company. So first thing that we always look at when it comes to client management is that pass off between landing the sale and getting it into our client Mm -hmm. manager's hands. And so Mm -hmm. that pass off is pretty delicate. There can, there's a lot of things that can go wrong in that pass off. So we want to make sure that that system's pretty tidied up and then a continued communication. So it's like, Hey, how are we reporting? How are we doing? whatever the services, check-ins, how are we making sure that the client feels heard constantly and that they're not ever feeling like they're having to go search for the answer. We always want to present the answer, even if it's something that they're not necessarily going to like to hear, like if results are down or whatever it is, I'd rather get ahead of the ball instead of like trying to cover it up and hide it. And I'd rather be transparent about it. And so those are the things that we work on, mostly in the client management side. Josh, I actually had a question just in terms of how customizable each process, each client. So what is that? I think the word you used was intimate. Mm -hmm. So how custom are these results or even the journey getting there? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's very customized for each of the agencies that we work with. Hence why we work with a little bit more established agencies. It is a little bit more of a customized package that we put together. Like we do have you know, some templatized things that they can plug in and they work great, but sometimes it does take a custom solution. So we essentially work with agencies where they're at. We have our recommendations of like tech stacks that they're going to utilize for their agency. 
And we always tell them like, hey, if you want like the best results, we recommend using this tech stack. And normally people are within the tech stack that we already recommend, whether that's Slack or the project management software that we recommend, or we can introduce some new tech into their business and eliminate some old stuff that might not be as good. But the main goal is like, we don't come in and take a wrecking ball to their current systems. We want to adapt and adopt into their system. That way it's not like a huge overhaul and everyone's overwhelmed. And from our perspective too, I can see how beneficial that is because sometimes agency owners are pretty dedicated to, or even pretty proud of their systems and what they Mm -hmm. have in place and kind of working with those and just improving on what they have. Yeah, that's good for both sides, probably. (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent. And what we tend to find is that most of the systems already exist somewhere, whether that's inside of the entrepreneur's head, uh, whether that's within the team's head, it's just extracting those systems and getting them translated to the rest of the team that might not be the key players in that position or the management level at that position. It's like those people know the systems. We just need to get it extracted and translated to the rest of the team. And so that's what we help with. Mm-hmm. And speaking of extraction, so I know a big thing in the agency world that a lot of agency owners are talking about is this visionary versus integrator versus team. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about that methodology and implementing that into agencies based on their pain points? Yeah, hundred percent. I think depending on where you're at with your agency, it requires you to be different people. If you're a solo operator and you're just getting started with your agency, like, yeah, you're going to have to be uh, a practitioner. You're going to have to be a visionary. You're going to have to be a little bit of everything probably at the start. But as you start to grow the agency and it starts to develop, you have key players coming in. The goal for most CEOs is like, yeah, like I would rather move into like a visionary place where I can just simply make high level decisions and delegate most of the work and even delegate some of the decisions away. And I can just work on building the right relationships and making sure that the direction of the company is going the right way. Some people like to stay on the practitioner side of things, but for the most part, that's where you see a lot of CEOs wanting to gravitate. If that's the case, you need to get fulfillment off your plate. And then you need to get decision-making off your plate. Like you need to let your team make those decisions. But yeah, I mean, for people starting off though, kind of circling back to your question. Yes. I see a lot of people wanting to be visionaries before they should be. And sometimes their fulfillment takes a little bit of a toll, but for the most part, I think it's a balancing game. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's always this buzz about this visionary integrator. Mm -hmm. Like, when do I bring in a COO? When do I exit my business? Things like that. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's like some people just need to be a little more patient and maybe it's not the first move is to hire, you know, this big person to take over the agency when you have to figure it all out first yeah. and, and get rolling. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many nuances to it, right? It really depends. So when I started in my agency, I got labeled with the title of COO immediately. I mean, we were a startup, like I had no business having the title of a COO. <laughs> I knew nothing about being a chief operating officer. I knew nothing about operations. I knew nothing about the agency space. It's just my best friend from elementary school started an agency. He asked me to come be a partner with him. And I was like, all right, sounds fun. And it was like, boom, you're the COO. And I was like, done. And I was like, I got to learn what this actually means. So, I mean, there are agencies that start like that. There's agencies that start solo and they need to get those key players in place. Eventually. Yeah. Like you want someone running the operation of your business, but for the most part, like you look at like Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, he's the CEO and COO of his business. He doesn't have a COO. It's kind of interesting that the scale that you can go without actually technically hiring an operational person. I think it's nice to have an outside perspective. In my opinion, that's where we oftentimes come in is that we're an outside perspective to your business. 
we see a lot of other agencies and how they're operating, mistakes that they're making, right decisions that they're making, and we can help push people along in that journey. Mm-hmm. Cool. So when it comes to working with agencies who are established, scaling, growing, what are some of the pain points, like the main pain points that they might be facing when it's a good time to call you guys in? Yeah, a great question. So one of the ones that we see pretty often is on the fulfillment side. So for the longest time, they've been able to deliver really good results. Well, now they have a scaling team and they have new, fresh people on the front lines trying to deliver these results. And so uh, a lot of times the systems aren't quite in place of, hey, how do we set this up? Or, hey, what are the standards of this company? And normally your first couple of people, they have an understanding of it because they're working so closely with the person that started the company. But as the person that started the company starts to float away from the fulfillment side, okay, those standards are a little bit harder to communicate. So we have to make sure that there are really good standards in place for fulfillment. So that's like one of the big things that we see Oftentimes people are really fixated on lead generation and getting those new deals, but it's like, okay, great. Don't get me wrong. We want you to have good lead generation and we want you to sign new deals, but let's look at the bottom end of the bucket, see if we have any leaks and see why we're potentially losing clients. Cause if we're getting those leads, but we're not growing, that means that we're, we probably have some churn issues. So that's probably the second thing that we see oftentimes is a high churn rate for a lot of agencies. And so we have to go dissect that and see why that is. And a lot of times it's client communication over client results. And by simply fixing a few of those things, you'd be very surprised at if you just communicate well, people will stay with you for a very long time producing mediocre results. And so I think if you stay with that, you'll be able to keep a lot of your clients a lot longer. Those are like the two things that we'll often see. Well, I mean, we believe that for sure. And just Mm -hmm. having those relationships and and the trust between agency and client is just massive too. And you touched on this a little bit, Josh, but I like to get, you know, a little down and dirty to it, but what are the blocks? Like people are coming to you, they're making that 40 K a month, they're jazz, they're here. What could really prevent them from hitting it big? Yeah. They get in their own way a lot of times. So it's funny. So we launched kind of a side project along with what we're doing with our company called agency therapy. And it's a discord channel and a Facebook group. And it's basically, we do like once a week where we have agency owners and employees come into a group and it's, they just talk and vent. And the reason that we've kind of started this group is like to help get clarity and understand each agency struggles with a lot of the same pain points. Your largest agencies, they struggle with churn and they struggle with team commitment and the culture of the team. Like these are all things that people go through. And I think for the people that are getting started or at that 40K month and they look up to these really large agencies uh, and think that they have no problems, it's completely wrong. Like we've worked with plenty of large agencies at this point and they struggle with the exact same things you struggle Mm -hmm. with. So uh, I think oftentimes they get in their own way. Sometimes, you know, we play part consultant, part therapist. I feel like half the time we can kind of help push through some of those difficult moments and give them outside perspective when they really need it. Honestly, like it's not a real tactical answer, but that's where I, I love agency therapy. Help. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that fun? <laughs> That's we cool. need to join that. I know. I was like, how get do I there. get on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I've got links everywhere. I post on my Instagram once a week about it. Um, yeah. You'll it's be able a pretty to find active it. group too. Like I can just yeah. imagine the conversations. Happening. Yeah. So we just yeah. launched, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the 75 hard challenge at all, but we did like an agency therapy, 75 hard group. And so we have like 10, agency owners that are doing this currently with us. So it's pretty fun. So we're building a good community. There's maybe like 120 people in our discord channel right now, but yeah, it's active. Like we have people that they cycle through like 
it feels like a brand new group of people every time that we hold a session. We do it every Wednesday. We'll just all come together and like, we'll normally bring a topic for the day. We'll talk for 15, 20 minutes on that topic. And then for the rest of the hour, we're just kind of open it up for Q and A and let people just go crazy. So how valuable too. Like, yeah. Just to release it even is probably yeah. beneficial. Oh, a hundred percent. And we have some awesome agency owners and they're like, you never know who's going to show up. Every once in a while, like Nick Shackelford will drop in. You got people like Ashton Shanks from Heman Group that will drop in pretty regularly. You got some like large agency owners that are doing pretty serious revenue that will just hop in because they're like, I'm struggling with some like burnout. What do you guys recommend? And we're like, holy cow, you're doing more than any of us in revenue. It's like, you're struggling with burnout. It's crazy. So it makes a lot of people feel human. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that's so needed in our world, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially today. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, Josh, where can our audience learn more about you and reach out and, and yeah. get help? Yeah. So most of my socials are Joshi Kobayashi, which is like a nightmare to spell. Uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm rolling with it. Yeah. But you can also find our website. It's 321pocketops.com. And then if you want to come check out Agency Therapy, we do have a website called agencytherapy.live. And it is like the most simple website ever. And it's a one-click link to our Discord. And that's it. (laughs) So there's a bunch of different things there. So there's a lot of ways to get in touch with me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Here's the happy client.